Welcome to Jumpstart Business Builders. My name is Deanna and I am your business coach. At Jumpstart Business Builders, we are giving small business owners the tools to grow a six-figure business through basic business development, marketing and sales strategy, and so many more future growth tools. When you have a plan to launch and grow your business, you will generate six figures in revenue and dispel the myth that you are two to three years away from getting a paycheck. This is where the foundations of a new, struggling, or aspiring business owner begins. At Jumpstart Business Builders, your success is our business. Welcome back for episode number 22. I am Deanna. I am your business coach over here at Jumpstart Business Builders. I am so excited, nervous, anxious, overwhelmed, and honored to share this episode with you today. I am going to be talking about trauma as a business owner and overcoming trauma as a business owner. And right away, I just want you to know that there has been a real attack without getting this episode out to you. So I am now recording for the third time. I just want you to know that. Uh, The uh, hiccups in getting this episode out have been very real. Like, wow, what an attack. But what that tells me is that this episode has so much impact. There is so much in this episode that I believe is going to change your life as a business owner, especially if you are dealing with the burden of a traumatic event right now. And if you're not dealing with a trauma or a dark day or a dark time, right this minute, you will at some point. So I actually believe that this episode is going to change your life. It's going to transform you in so many ways. And so the attack just trying to get this episode out into the world has been very, very real. So normally we post our podcast episodes on a Tuesday. It is now Thursday. I'm re-recording now for a third time. I won't even go into detail about all the things that have potentially gone wrong with this episode because who cares? The point is there is something in this episode that you absolutely need to make sure that your business not only grows, but that it goes to the next level, that you up level. And that's going to come through a trauma healing through healing your traumatic events and taking care of yourself uh, mentally and physically and spiritually and emotionally. So overcoming trauma while running a business as a business owner. Full disclosure, I am not a licensed therapist. I cannot diagnose you or inform you in regards to your medical conditions. And the information that I'm providing for you today in this week's session is not meant to replace the treatment or advice of your therapist or any other medical professional. So if you're experiencing a mental health crisis right now, please seek professional help right away. Uh, Don't let this be your diagnosis or treatment plan. But what I will tell you is that I'm going to talk to you today about the four things that I did through a major mental health crisis that I have experienced in this last year. Uh, actually, I'm going to say the last two years. I didn't realize it went back that far, but it did. That I, I've i experienced personally. And as a business owner, I went through some things that I know other business owners are going through that actually made me want to quit. Okay. And I was close. And in my mental state of mind, in my in this state of mind that I was in, I would have quit if I didn't do some of these things. But everything that I'm going to talk to you about today in this session 
were not things that I did purposefully. Like I didn't sit down and go, Deanna, you're having a mental health crisis. Do step one, two, three, and four. It didn't work that way. And that's why I hope that this provides so much value to you. Because if you experience a traumatic event or a loss or go through a period of grieving, I hope that you will have steps one, two, three, and four as a business owner to say, I remember listening to this session and these were some things that Deanna, uh, my business coach over at Jumpstart Business Builders suggested. But again, if you are dealing with a major mental health crisis right now, please do seek help right away. Let's dive in because I'm excited to share this with you and I am again recording for the third time. So you know what? I'm really thinking that this is just going to be the best round that we've recorded and there was maybe some things that I forgot in the first and second time that I recorded that we'll make sure we get in there today. As a small business owner, I faced multiple traumatic events over a very short amount of time. What that looked like over a two-year period. I'm not going to go into great detail about all of these things, but I'm just going to give you a little bit of an overview of what my life looked like over a two-year period. And I'm going to say over the last two years, meaning up to now, okay? In the last two years, I've had seven surgeries, five of which were major surgeries. Two of those were just more minor procedures. Uh, three of those surgeries required, I guess, a very significant healing period. And I went right back to work right away after all of them uh, because I'm a small business owner. <laughs> so I, I think I took a few days off, you know, like might have had surgery on a Wednesday, was back to work by a Monday. I can tell you right now, I did not take enough time off to heal from any of those surgeries that I can attest to. In between all of that, I experienced two car accidents. In February of 2022, I was in a car accident on my way into town. So for those of you that don't know me personally or don't live near me, I live about 30 minutes outside of town where my office is and where my kids go to school. We live right off the interstate. Uh, so we are interstate travelers. It's about a 22 mile drive in each day, uh, 22 miles back. So uh, on our way in, we had a car accident before we even got to the interstate and what I did not know that day was that my 15-year-old sitting in the front seat was not wearing her seatbelt. And she, long story short, uh, suffered a head injury. And uh, we are seeing a surgeon in Denver still currently. So we're hopeful that she won't ultimately end up needing a skull surgery. But she lost her hearing. And that's been very difficult for me as a parent because at the age of 15, I expect you to follow the rules. I expect you to know the rules. And I also expect you to be able to make really good decisions for yourself if you've been trained to do so, right? Like wearing a seatbelt wasn't something that she had not been trained to do, right? At 15 years old, she should have known better. And that's been really difficult for me to watch my child walk through. Uh, and a lot of guilt for me as a parent to try not to own, right? Because as a 15-year-old, she did know how to get into the car each day. She's been doing it for a long time and she made a poor decision. And that day, somebody else was at fault. It wasn't me, right? Like I didn't cause that accident. Somebody else caused that accident and she has suffered lifelong consequences because of it. So 
ultimately my daughter lost her hearing. She now has hearing aids and there is no possible way as far as we know to restore her hearing and that's very difficult. And so fast forward into October of last year and I ended up with a significant case of COVID and had about a vertigo that followed for about a month. And I was completely debilitated. I couldn't drive, I couldn't function, I couldn't get up off the couch. And I was trying to work with my computer in my lap without moving my head. And I had some major things that I wanted to be working on in my business at that time, and I wasn't able to do so. Right about the time I felt like I was getting better and ready to kind of conquer and uh, get my yearly goals set up and get that strategic plan in place for 2023, I was knocked down with the flu and overcame that one quick enough compared to everything else that last year to be like, look, it's the beginning of the year, put that accident behind you, keep pushing forward, put that COVID episode back behind you, the flu is done and over with. And on January 5th, I had another car accident and that one did me in. That one took my breath away. That one sank me. That one took everything out of me. I'm I'm going to go into a little bit of detail because I, probably because I need to, but because I want you to understand like how significant trauma can affect your business, okay? In this particular case, I was driving home from work, hit a patch of black ice. I'm telling the quick version, just so you know. Hit a patch of black ice. I tried to avoid another trooper and a jackknife semi on the interstate. So I tried to take the ditch the other direction. My car spun out. I stalled on ice. I could not move. My tires wouldn't move because I was on black ice. And a semi came right for me head on. And that semi took the ditch for me, right? Flipped his truck into the ditch which ultimately the back end of that truck gave me a nice swift push into the ditch and I landed in his tire tracks. I'm alive today and I don't know how, okay? This was a real trauma, a very real traumatic event. I went into shock. I came back out of it that next day trying to figure out how the heck am I still here? So this happened on a Thursday, all right? I took Friday off, obviously, right? Uh, I was still in shock the next day. Uh, but I went back to work that Monday because as a business owner, that's just what I do. But I'm going to tell you, my entire life felt like it was taken from me at that time. I have faced multiple traumatic events over a very short amount of time. During one of the greatest mental health struggles of my life, which is what I have experienced this last year, I also experienced a tremendous growth as a leader. I also celebrated some of my biggest wins in business some of the most amazing successes I've ever experienced up to this point in business. So during a time that I'm like, I just wanna give up. I've gotta quit. I can't get one foot in front of the other. My breath has been taken away. During that time, I chose to persevere like never before. I became more focused and determined to fight for my mental health and my team and my clients in the success of my business than I have ever fought before, ever, okay? So after reflecting on my own healing journey in this last eight months, I wanna spread hope and awareness to all of you as small business owners, because I'm not the only one that has experienced a trauma. I am not the only one that is grieving. I am not the only one that is walking through a dark time. I'm not alone, and I know that, and that's why I believe that this session is going to be so impactful for you because there are some steps and strategies that I used to overcome my trauma response while running my business that I look back on now and I didn't even realize I was doing some of them. 
but I look back now and realize how much that played a key role in getting me to where I'm at eight months later. Okay. I don't know what your fight looks like, but I know you probably have one most likely. And if you don't have a fight today, if everything is like roses and rainbows in your world, it won't be like that forever. Okay. But again, I don't know what your fight looks like. And to be honest, there is no comparison. Okay, there is no comparison to my situation and I can't compare to yours. I cannot understand how you feel. You'll never understand why it was so hard for me to put one foot in front of the other. I won't understand the same for you either, right? But that's okay. The point is internally, we are all experiencing some things that can cause us to lose our business. It can cause us to shut down. It can cause us to close. We don't want that to happen as a small business owner. You wear a lot of hats as a small business owner. So when you're experiencing a mental health crisis, it can feel impossible to keep your business alive. What I do know is that it's possible to overcome your trauma and come out completely transformed and ready to freaking level up in your business like you have never leveled before. So like, I'm gonna ask you this question. What if what you are experiencing today was meant to make you the next version of who you are becoming? in your business, personally as well, even personally. So take that question to heart. I want you to write that down. What if, what if what you're experiencing right now is meant to make you the next version of who you are becoming? Write that down. I want you to take that question with you. I'm going to kick off really quick by helping you just understand trauma and the impact that it has in your small business. Because ultimately what I found out this year is that my trauma went back a little further than I thought. I thought that this semi- nearly took me out and that was my traumatic event. What I ultimately found out is that the trauma went way back, right? But more significantly went back to that accident in 2022. So before diving into these steps and strategies that I use during my mental health crisis, I just want to help you understand what trauma is. Remember, I'm not a licensed therapist and that's okay. I know the basics of trauma and I've experienced trauma. So I'm going to speak from experience. I'm not a medical professional, so I'm not speaking as a medical professional. I am speaking to you today as someone who has experience and can pass along some wisdom. So trauma can result from various experiences, accidents, abuse, Uh, losing a loved one, prolonged stress. Like there's so many things that can cause a trauma to manifest in your life. A trauma can manifest physically. It can manifest emotionally, spiritually, psychologically. The physical, mental, and emotional symptoms of a trauma response are overall just going to impact your ability to make decisions as a business owner. It's going to make an impact on your relationships and usually not for the better. Most of the time, it's going to be a very negative impact on your relationships and your overall well-being. You may start having high blood pressure problems. You might start having heart problems, heart palpitations, like these different physical manifestations of a trauma response can make your body feel as though you are sick or something is really, truly wrong inside your body. So I know how that feels, all of that. Okay, the first step in addressing trauma, though, is to recognize those signs and symptoms and acknowledge its presence. If you don't acknowledge a trauma is there, then you can't seek any kind of healing or recovery or perseverance. Okay, you have to recognize that you have this problem. You have to recognize the presence of a trauma. 
So some of those common signs and symptoms, and I can I can absolutely attest to these, these are 100% real or were 100% real in my life. Anxiety and depression, number two, right? Like those two alone can also manifest in many other ways as well, right? It's not always a trauma, but most of the time they're going to be associated to a trauma of some sort. This one really got, gets me, flashbacks, flashbacks, avoidance behaviors, you guys, I stopped driving any extra amount of driving like in 2022 after that first accident. And I didn't realize that by me avoiding any additional driving outside of taking my kids to school and getting myself to work, I, I didn't realize I was avoiding something. I was avoiding driving. Okay. Like if my dad would call and say, can you come pick up your niece and bring her home? Like that literally felt like a freaking mountain just plopped down in front of me. And oh my God, the anxiety that overtook me in those moments for me to drive an extra 10 minutes that day felt like, I mean, entire weight's crushing me right now and I can't survive this. Like I literally felt that way. Isn't that ridiculous? The other one is difficulty concentrating 100%. Like all of these things are signs of trauma. So in the context of running your business, these symptoms are negatively affecting many things, your efficiency, your productivity, your creativity, your ability to lead, your ability to make decisions for your business. All of those things are affected by these symptoms. So you may be ignoring your trauma right now, or you've recognized it and you think it's going to be fine. I get that. I get it because I did it for a long time. I thought it was just all going to be okay. So let's dive in. I'm ready to dive in. There are a few things that I did that were steps and strategies that, again, some of them I didn't realize that I was doing, uh, but I look back now and realized some of my previous training or leadership skills had actually come into play for me very naturally because they were ways that I had grown up to that point. But the first one is one that I did very intentionally. Number one, let's dive in, guys. Seek the professional help of a counselor or a therapist. A week after that accident in January, y'all, like I was on Facebook, somebody help me find a therapist, okay? I needed to find somebody and I needed to find some help, professional help, very quickly. This was one thing that I did that was very intentional. The rest were not intentional. So healing from trauma requires professional guidance. I am naturally very strong, mentally speaking, and I've always overcome hard times on my own. I have a faith that I believe very strongly in. We don't take a faith-based perspective in our business, so I won't go into any religious uh, beliefs or details right now, but I've always been able to overcome hard things um, through my faith and on my own and through some practices and just things that I know help me overcome. You guys, I was in a position where I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I actually had to seek the help of a, of a professional and it was needed for a long time, really. I shouldn't have waited as long as I did. So I was not against any kind of mental health treatment by any means. I wasn't too prideful to seek help. I was just wearing too many hats. So the thought of just one more appointment on my calendar, like literally took this overwhelm in my mind to a whole level of like completely impossible. So instead I had just deceived myself and believed that time was just gonna heal everything and eventually it was just gonna be okay until it wasn't. And all of a sudden, like I had literally just fallen off a cliff. It was no longer okay. So mental health therapy is now just a regular appointment on my weekly schedule. And here's the secret. Mental health therapy is going to remain a part of my overall business growth strategy forever. I hope I don't have to keep going weekly forever. I love my counselor, but I am hoping to get to a point in the next year or so to where I only have to go monthly and that's gonna be awesome. But this is gonna stay a part of what I do. I wanna be proactive with my mental health care now, not reactive. 
right? In this case, I was being reactive for all this time. It's now time for me to be proactive. Mental health therapy is now going to be a part of my overall business growth strategy. A few months back, I wrote a blog post on the three business professionals that I believe that you need to have in your life. A mental health therapist was one of them. And I will continue to stand behind that. I think that this having your coping strategies and mechanisms at your fingertips all the time is something that you need to continue to have. So my biggest regret through this entire healing journey was actually not getting a therapist sooner. So if you can just take my wisdom with you today, right away, I regret not doing that sooner. I regret not finding a therapist sooner. So consider working with a therapist or a counselor or even a coach who specializes in trauma because they can help you to explore the root causes of your trauma. They can help you to develop some coping strategies and also provide a safe space for processing your emotions. So remember, you guys, seeking help is not its not a weakness, but it's actually a sign of strength. And so I really want this to become a regular part of your overall business strategy, even if you don't think you need it right now. I want you to just anticipate that there will be a dark day somewhere in your path, and it's going to affect you as a business owner. But I think that the effects it's going to have on you as a business owner are going to be much less significant if you have been proactive with your mental health treatment. All right, let's go to number two. Number two, delegate, outsource, and hire help. Listen, it is impossible to pour from an empty cup. So after hitting a breaking point, I wanted to give up my business. You guys, in January, I was so overwhelmed and so broken that my only option at this point or in my mind at this point was just to close my business. I was so overwhelmed, I wasn't even sure I could actually take care of my current clients. At that time, I thought it just might be easier to get a simple job. Like maybe I can just go to work at McDonald's or Hobby Lobby or, or Walmart or something. I just wanted a simple job that didn't take any more effort than just putting a smile on my face and handing back the correct amount of change. That's all I wanted to do. So one thing that I have learned over the years, and so this is where it's like, you know, I didn't do this intentionally, but I've learned and gained some wisdom and grown as a leader in such ways that I was able to, even despite my trauma, kind of slow myself down a little bit. Uh, my counselor was much help in that. One thing that I've learned over the years is hold off when you're making big decisions anytime that you are hurt, angry, lonely, or tired. So the acronym for that is HALT, H-A-L-T. Hurt, angry, lonely, or tired. That's why I held off. That's why I didn't close my business because I was either hurt, I was angry, I was lonely, or I was tired. I was one of these things, all of these things, some of these things at any given point right now while I was deciding that I needed to just go work at Walmart for a minute, right? Instead, I decided to just take things one day at a time. You guys, I'm so thankful I didn't quit. I'm so thankful. As much as I wanted to, I decided instead I just need to, I need to halt right now and I just need to take things one day at a time. And what I did in that moment was I gave myself permission to hold off on making that decision about finding a no-brainer job. I gave myself permission to hold off for 30 days. And during that 30 days, I was not going to take on any new clients or pursue any new leads. What that was going to allow me to do was just take care of my current client base and focus just on my healing and my recovery, right? Because again, I can't pour from an empty cup. <laughs> empty. I needed to to take a lot off my plate. And that was like, we are not going to sell anything right now. I'm not taking on anything new that is going to require this like atrocious level of creativity right now or, or energy, right? So 
now I know that all I have to do is just worry about focusing on healing and recovery. I don't have to, and I just my current client base at the time. So during that 30 days off from pursuing growth, I did consult with my therapist on my options. So I also was seeking wisdom from somebody who was much more clear-headed than I was at the time, especially given my situation, right? Like given my situation, she is very clear-headed on what I'm experiencing. And I had talked to her about maybe taking a break from my business and, and shutting down shop. And having that person of wisdom in your life is so meaningful because they are able to ask you good questions about the decision that you're about to make. And I was about to make a decision to just close my business. And who knows if I would have really come back or not, right? Like maybe I would have, maybe I wouldn't have. But what she helped me to see is that as a business owner, I don't have to do everything myself. It was a very gentle way of reminding me, but these are things I know, but something that I just couldn't take to that creative standpoint on my own. So instead of quitting at business, I decided that it's time to overcome obstacles despite the challenges and setbacks in front of me. And I don't have to do everything myself. So for you also, you don't have to do everything yourself. As a small business owner, there are ways to lighten your load. And that comes through delegation and outsourcing and hiring. I didn't do all of these things, but I did do some of these things. And so they, but I feel like they all kind of come together. And number one, you guys delegate your tasks, delegate some tasks to capable team members. You may already have people on your team that can take 80% of your workload from you. And they could probably do it better than you. Can I just throw that out there? They might even be able to do it better than you. These are people that may already be at your fingertips that you are able to delegate some of these tasks that you're working on to a very capable people that can get it done for you right now. That's gonna open up some time and lighten your load, again, for you to focus on yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So delegate. If you've already got some team members, start delegating some things. About 20% of your job as a business owner, only you can do. As the face of your brand, it, these are the things that only you can do. That's where we want you. We wanna put you right now at just the 20% that only you can do. The second thing you can do is outsource. Outsource specialized services like accounting and bookkeeping and marketing and editing, graphic design, copywriting. There are so many things that there are specialty services for that actually, if you're not a specialty, if some of these areas are not specialized services that you normally operate in or serve your customers with, they actually might be taking you a lot longer to complete them than, than you're able to do them in. So you're going to save a lot of time and effort and energy anyway by outsourcing some of these things that are just taking up so much of your time when there are people who are certified, trained, or qualified to actually do these things. So let go. Let go of some things that you should not be doing. That's a few examples, accounting, bookkeeping, marketing, those kinds of things that you can hand off. Social media, graphic design, like whatever. Hand off a few things that, that you can get rid of and, and maybe just pay like a monthly service fee for. The last one is to hire. Hire somebody. Hire a new team member. Hire an assistant. Hire somebody that can help you with some daily tasks and assignments that is in-house, that is working a set number of hours for you each day, that is kind of, again, lightening your load and allowing you to you know, to be able to, to come in each day and just take care of, again, that 20% that you need to be doing. So you may already have those team members and or you may need to take a strategic risk right now and hire. So again, this is going to lighten your, your workload, but it's going to also foster collaboration and trust within your business. So it's multi-purpose. This serves so many different purposes in your business and now is the time to go ahead and take that strategic risk so that you can, first of all, get yourself better, but also grow your business in the meantime and take your business to that next level. All right, number three, keep a consistent work routine. 
Prioritize consistency in your daily life and in your work routine. Listen, do you guys remember what I said? I had an accident on Thursday, took Friday off, and of course I'm already off on the weekends. I will never forget showing up to work on a Monday after nearly dying on Thursday. Like, all I did that day, you guys, was just sit in a frozen gaze at my desk. Like, I just stared at my computer. I looked at everything different. I saw color differently. I saw the chairs differently. I saw the plants differently. Like, everything just sat in front of me kind of frozen in time. I couldn't function. But what I did do was I showed up because I work Monday through Friday from 8 to 5, right? I showed up and I took note of that. I took note of that. Actually, you could probably go back and find some reels or videos that I might have done at that time because I'm like, wow, I almost died on a Thursday and here I am Monday morning back to work. You guys, I did that. I did not realize that pursuing or continuing to pursue consistency is something that I've been pursuing for about four years in my in my life just on purpose. But I didn't realize that continuing to pursue that consistency in my work routine was going to be so critical in the healing process. But it really was. It served an incredible purpose in allowing me to heal. And there were many days that I consistently showed up and sat in my desk, but I wasn't able to focus. I wasn't able to engage with critical tasks and assignments. But showing up each day was building this level of trust in the healing process that I didn't matter. I mean, consistency is a mindset. And it matters so much because mindset Your mindset, like where you're at in your mindset matters so much because it influences your thoughts and your beliefs and your attitude. And it ultimately determines the actions that you're going to take and the decisions that you're going to make in your business. So consistency in my workday and also my morning routine, let me throw that in there. Consistency in my workday and my morning routine was providing a sense of normalcy and stability. Like This was what was normal and stable to me. And so I continued doing that, which was providing this like incredible opportunity to experience healing results much quicker than I expected, you know, despite any setbacks or challenges that were trying to prevent me from growing. I was able to start making strategic business decisions for my business that ultimately were leading to more productivity and efficiency and momentum. So looking back on this, consistency, stay as consistent as possible in your morning routine and in your work routine for sure. But also keep in mind you want to keep that same sense of normalcy in your evening routine and your workday shutdown routines as well. Number four, set realistic goals and celebrate every win. You guys, if you have ever experienced a traumatic event, can you just remember that this is only a season? It's taken a lot for me to actually believe that because there was a period of time that it felt impossible. It did not feel like it was only a season. It felt like this is my new normal. This is how I have to live. This is how I have to experience my day. And I just need to figure out how to get used to it. And that wasn't true. It was only a season. And I believe that now, but I did not believe it in the last year. Give yourself permission to heal by just prioritizing your mental health and your overall well-being. Prioritize that over rapid business growth. It is okay right now to reevaluate. If you are facing a trauma right now, it is okay to reevaluate your business goals. Adjust them accordingly to your healing plan because your healing plan has to come first right now. So free yourself from any projects, tasks, and assignments that are not realistic. And we had to do that same thing. 
there was a course that we wanted to launch earlier this spring. It's now not launching until right now as this episode posts. So it's now not launching until now and it's okay, right? When you make room to heal, you're going to reduce the overwhelm in your life and make room to maintain and grow into a healthier work-life balance. You're going to get to make peace with putting some things on the back burner for just a short time, knowing that when you make your comeback, all of these things are still going to get accomplished, but you are going to be in a new, like up-leveled state of mind when it's time to make your comeback on those things. So just make peace with that. Be okay with changing your business goals to fit around the healing journey that you need to be stepping into. Most importantly, celebrate your achievements, no matter how small they may seem. If you're anything like me, uh, so I'll just, I'll go ahead and position myself really quick for you guys on Strength Finders and the Enneagram. I am an Enneagram three, so a high performer. And my top three on Strength Finders are activator, maximizer, and communication. Like I live in a like high achiever state of mind. So when I see a mountain, I just see myself at the top of it. I don't look at all these little baby steps I have to take and I gotta climb. Like, I just like, how are we getting to the top? I don't care, I, you know, let's just get there. We gotta get there. And, and I like things to move very quickly. My counselor caught onto that right away uh, because I was like, hey, listen, we gotta get the show on the road. I've gotta heal, I've got things to do. And she's like, awesome, slow it down, lady. I learned something over this last eight months. We have to celebrate the little wins. And we also have to see value in the little steps we have to take towards our healing. Trauma recovery is a journey and the progress is very gradual and it's not overnight. It's just not. So if you're anything like me, I just need you to feel that right now in your bones. I need you to take that all in and I need you to look at what the next step is right in front of you and take that steps because that step is like 1% more than what you had taken the day before, right? One of the journals that I used, my, my daughter purchased for me, it's called the five minute journal. And I love this journal. I absolutely love it. It asks the right questions to completely change and shift your mindset. And it's very repetitive day in and day out. And I absolutely love this journal. So look it up, it's on Amazon. You can also go to their website and find it there. This journal is absolutely incredible. It's a game changer. And I probably will never step away from this journal again either because it is so effective. It is so good. And make sure you read the beginning if you get a hold of this journal. Read the whole beginning pages. It gives you the whole science behind why this works and how this works and what those statistics look like. And it's pretty incredible. So again, Acknowledging and celebrating your victories. When you do that, you celebrate those little wins, you're actually building resilience in your life. So it's really important to see those little wins despite your uh, personality conflict that may try to rise up against that. So anyway, I am a like, let's cook this right now, heat that up real fast, let's get this done quickly. I've got things to do and I need to be on my way. And I've really been pulled back to really process my trauma so that I can move forward in my business and experience that success personally and professionally. And of course, seeing those small wins is incredibly helpful. You guys position yourself to win. Overcoming trauma as a small business owner is challenging because you wear so many hats. You've got a lot going on in your business. You have a lot of different things to focus on. So adding one more thing to focus on like your mental health can feel so overwhelming. But I want to promise you that this is a very rewarding endeavor and your business is going to experience the fruit of you stepping out into that healing journey. The healing journey is a very personal journey. It's okay 
to seek help and take your time and implementing some of these strategies that I have outlined for you, finding a mental health therapist, right? Hiring and delegating and outsourcing, reevaluate your goals, do those things, you guys, implement those strategies alongside some things that your mental health therapist may provide for you. And you're going to experience tremendous growth in your business. I know you are. And you're also going to come out with a healthier work-life balance. And you're going to experience a successful business while healing from trauma. I believe there's a lot of impact in this session today. Again, if you're not experiencing a trauma by any means, uh, that's okay. I know that a dark day may be for you at some point in time in your life, and I want you to have the tools to overcome and succeed. Again, I'm not a licensed therapist or counselor, so please do not take this information as medical advice and use it to replace your medical professionals. You guys, I'm checking out today as your business coach. I know last week I said that we were going to talk about sales, but because it is National Wellness Month, I wanted to hit this subject and make sure that it is installed so that we have this session completed and at your disposal and ready for you when you need it. And we will push on with sales uh, versus marketing next week. So we're going to learn a little bit more about your marketing strategy and your sales strategy, how different they are and how alike they are. From there, we're going to talk about how to ask for the sale and ask for money in a way that's not so scary. So you guys, I'm checking out again today, your business coach, Deanna. We will see you again in week number 23. Have a blessed day, you guys. Thank you for tuning into today's session. I am thankful for small business owners just like you that have a heart to change the world with your products and services. For more support in your business ventures, visit jumpstartbb.com. As always, I hope you have identified something that you can implement right away to take your business to the next level. Until next time, signing off, your coach, Deanna.